0: The following is a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor. You are listening to Andy on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Bleeker, and Pocket Cast. However you listen, wherever and whenever you listen, thank you for tuning into the program tonight, and you can always be a part of the show by following us on Twitter, it is at all Andy Alfred. It is at AllAndyAlfred Alfred and Facebook.com slash all Andy Alfred. Championship Sunday has arrived here at Highland Meadows Golf Course. The sun is out. A warm and humid afternoon in Northwest Ohio. As Lydia Co. and Danielle Kang fight it out. To see who will lift the trophy made by Libby Glass. It's the Marathon Classic after all. Shock and awe is what's needed. Since there's no crowd in the stands. It's typical. What do you expect? Surprises on every corner. And a new champion will be named on Monroe Street this year. Final round coverage of the Marathon Classic starts now.
1: From the rolling hills of Ottawa Hills to the beautiful skyline and concrete potholes of Toledo, Ohio. From the beautiful Lake and Bay in Oregon, Ohio. To our nation's history in Perrysburg comes a golf tournament unlike any other in the beautiful surroundings of Sylvania, Ohio, a golf course that's simply known as Highland Meadows. The best professional women golfers descend on this golf course for four days to see who will lift the crystal trophy made by Libby Glass. This is the Marathon Classic presented by Dana in Sylvania, Ohio.
0: And hello again, my friends, and welcome in To the studios here in Toledo, Ohio, as we have just witnessed one of the amazing endings to the Marathon Classic in its 30-year history, in my opinion. Round after round, continuous play, great setups, and today, an absolute shocker at the end of this tournament. I'm your host, Andy Alford, coming to you from our studios here in Toledo, Ohio, as the fourth and final round championship Sunday has concluded from the famed Highland Meadows Golf Course in Sylvania, Ohio, as fourth round coverage of the Marathon Classic presented by Dana here on the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor. What a shocking way to end the tournament. We'll get into that as we go on tonight. Uh, we'll give you the recaps as well uh, from our final, from the final round, from the 77 players, excuse me, the 82 players that made the cut, as they, the eight, excuse me, the 80 players that made the cut, and their final scorecards have come across the uh, the scores table and. Very, very shocking ending to today's tournament, and we'll get into that here in just a second. So we'll start with the leaderboard, of course, and we'll start with the bottom, of course. I was Manita Shantler finishes her round seven over par, seven over for her day. She taught She was tied for seventy seventh. Sierra Brooks seven over for the tournament, five over for her round today. Brittany Linkum f- seven over for the tournament. She was even par today she was tied for 77th place. tied at 76 was Danielle Decute six over for the tournament she was four over for today's fourth round. Uh, Lena Johansson finishes tied for 74th. she finishes five over for her fourth for her f- for the tournament three over for her round today. she tied with Charlotte Thompson who was five over for the tournament one over for the day. Uh, tied for 71st place was three players. Regine Liu, three over par for the tournament, three over for her round today. Morgan Pressel finishes tied for 71st, three over for the tournament, two over for today. And she's tied for 71st with also Leanne Pace, who is three over par for her tournament play today. She finished her round th- even par uh, Four way tie for 67 sees Angela Stanford, two over. She shot even for the day. Anna Northquist finishes two over. Two over for her round today. Lauren Stephenson, two over for her day. She was two over for the tournament as well. And uh, Ashlyn Belay, two over for her round. for Two over for her tournament today. Three over par today in her round. Tie for 65th was. Abel Venezuela, one over for her tournament play. She was one over for her fourth round today. Catherine Kirk finishes one over par today for the tournament. Six over for her round in round six. Tied for 59th, or a slew of players, of course. In jail, Lynn, even par. She finished four under for her tournament today. Cheyenne Woods finishes tied for 59th. She finishes one under par for her fourth round today even for the tournament. In Ji Chung finishes even today in her tournament final round of the tournament. One under for her fourth and final round of play today. Bianca Paradanga, even par for her round today. And she was also even for the tournament. Emily Olsen, even for her tournament today, gets even par. She was five over for her fourth round today. Hanji Kang finishes even par, two over for her fourth round today. A player that we all know here in Northwest Ohio, Jasmine Suanapora, finishes one under par, tied for fifty-third. Her round today was not a good round. She was four over for her round today. As she shot bogeys at two, three, four, and five. Before Birding at seven and bogeying at nine for a front nine score of a thirty-eight. On the back nine she shot a third She shot a bogey at 11 and 16, birdies at 12 and 18, a 75 in total for her fourth round. Her four scores, 75, 70, 69, and 69 for Jasmine Suanapura. She was tied with 53rd, also with Haley Moore, who was one under for the tournament, two over par today. Luis Rattelstrom, one under for the tournament, two over for her round today. Young and Chung, one under par for the tournament, two over par today. Allison Lead, one under par, two under for her fourth round today. Hinura Nomura, one under for the tournament, two under in her fourth round today. Tied for 47th are the following players Annie Park finishes two under par, as she shot two under for her day. Megan Kang finishes two under par as well, one under for the tournament. Uh, One under for her fourth round. Isabel Gasba finishes one over for her fourth round. And two under for the tournament. Jung Jin Yan, two under for the tournament. One over par today. Lexi Thompson today, unfortunately, finishes two over par in her fourth and final round here at Highland Meadows Golf Course. She bogeys at one and three for a front nine score of a 36 as she's parred the remaining holes. On 11, she does birdie, but she double bogeys at 13, makes it up at 14 with a birdie, but she shoots a 37 on the back, 9, 36 on the front, a 73, two under par. Her four scores fourth round was a 73, third round was a 73, second round was a 66, and the first round was a 70. Lexi's statistics look like this she was six for 14 in the fourth round. In fairway hits, she averaged about 264 yards a drive. She putted 33 times in the round. She was hitting 14 of 18 greens in regulation. So overall in her four rounds, she was 36 for 56 in fairway hits. She averaged about 267 yards a drive, averaging 32 putts per round. She was hitting greens in regulation 58 out of 72 times. She was 1 for 3 in sand saves. She finishes 47th. Two under par for the tournament, two over for her day to day. Christina Kim finishes three over for her fourth round, two under for her tournament. All those players tied for 47th spot. At 38, a slew of players, including Carolyn Messon, who finishes three under par for the tournament, one under in her fourth round. Kim Kaufman finishes three under par even for the the day. Brittany Ademeyer finishes three under par even for the day as well. Christy Kerr finishes three under par even for the day. And Amy Yang finishes three over par even for the day. Nellie Cora finishes her fourth round one over par, three under par for the tournament. Uh, Kristen Gilman, three, un- three under for the tournament, one over for her fourth round. Uh, Maria Mariah Stackhouse, who I was talking about yesterday on our program, the Stanford college kid had a great first round first first nine front nine birding at two paring all the way out for a 33 unfortunately the back nine got the better of her as she bogeys at 11 13 16 and 18 for a score of 41 on the back nine 41 and 33 74 she finishes three over four her fourth round three under for the tournament her four scores a 64 60, excuse me, 74, 65, 74, and 68. That gets her to 38th spot, three over for the tournament. Paula Rito finishes three under for the tournament, four over for the day today. Uh, tie for 34th was Cheyenne Knight, four under par for the tournament, three under for her day. Joji Jung, four under for the tournament, three under for the day. Austin Ernst finishes four under par three under for the tournament and Lee Lopez finishes four under for the tournament two under for her fourth round play today tie for 25th are the following players a slew of players Jennifer Strong song five under for the tournament four under for her round today Sarah Sarah Schwartz finishes five under par two under for the day Aliyah Sharp finishes five under for the tournament two under for the day uh, Lindy Duncan finishes five hundred under par, 2-under for the day as well. Jessica Cora finishes five hundred under par, 1-under for the day. Matilda Castron finishes five hundred under par, 1-under for the day. And Allie McDonald finishes five hundred under par, even for her fourth round today. Elizabeth Skolkoff, 5-under par for the tournament, even par today. And Lizelle Salas, 5-under for the tournament, 1-over for the fourth round today all players finishing top in a tie for 25th spot tie for 20th looks like this it was Dottie Aurora six under par four under for the fourth round as Lin, Lynn six under par three under for the tournament uh f- three under for the fourth round six under for the tournament my apologies Stephanie Meadows finishes six under par three under for her fourth round Jenny Shin finishes two under for her fourth round six under for the tournament Uh, payon chen finishes one over for her fourth round six under for the tournament all players tie for 20th spot and then we have a slew of players at tied for ninth place and we'll get into the top 10 right now it was a interesting day the best round today went to toledo's own stacy lewis as she Went from being at one under to seven under par, tied for ninth, shooting a 65 today on her fourth and final round at Highland Meadows Golf Course. Looking at Stacy's scorecard today, she had birdies at one and three. She parred most of her holes two through nine, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine for a front nine score of a 32. On the back nine, she birdies at 10, birdies at 13, 15, and 17, and pars the rest of the way out for a back nine score of a 33. 33 and 32 gets her to 65, seven under for the tournament. Her three scores, 65, 72, 71, and 69. Stacy's statistics look like this. She was 10 for 14 in fairway hits. She averaged about 265 yards. In her fourth round, she only putted 27 times. She was 15 of 18 in hitting greens in regulation. And she was 2 for 2 in sands saves today. Uh, Overall for the tournament, she was 5 for 6 in sand saves. 58 of 72 hitting greens in regulation. She averaged about 30 putts in her four rounds. Total distance driving, she drove about 259 yards. She was hitting the fairways 45 out of 56 times in this tournament and she was tied for ninth six under for the day seven un- seven under for the tournament tie for ninth kendall die finishes tied with ninth as well with stacy lewis she was four under for her fourth round seven under for the tournament patty talawan kick three under for her fourth round seven under for her tournament she's tied for ninth uh Perella lindbergh seven under par two under for the tournament Kelly Tan finishes 7 under par for the tournament, 2 under par for her day. Maria Fesson, who had a great second, a third round yesterday, falls short today. She shoots a 69. However, she does chip in for Eagle at 18 today. Great shot for her on the front 9. She bogeyed only at 9, par, the west of the way out for a 35. On the back nine, she birdies at 10, bogeys at 11, birdies at 13, and she eagles out at 18 for a score of 34 on the back nine, 35 on the front nine, 69 in total. She finishes two under for the day, seven under for the tournament. Her four rounds a 69, 75, 66, and 67 for, for Maria Fassi. Carolina Segunda finishes tied for ninth as well. Seven under for the tournament. One under par for today. Sydney Clayton finishes even par today. As she shoots, she shoots even par, she finishes seven under for the tournament. Sofia Pavrov finishes even par for her fourth round. Seven under for the tournament. Maria Torres finishes one over par for the tournament on her fourth round. Seven under par overall for the tournament today. And two over par is Lindsey Weaver. She finishes the tournament seven under par and tied for ninth spot. So then we get to the top, the top five. And it was a doozy of a top five. A Yulu eight under par, two under for the tournament. Emma Tally, a great outing for Emma today. Making the case to be in contention. However, she bogeys at six and ten. She birdies at four-five and finishes up her round at 17 and 18 with two consecutive birdies. Her front nine score a 33, her back nine score of a 36. She shoots a 69 for the day, two under for the round, eight under for the tournament. Her four scores consist of 69, 69, 66, and 72. Her fourth round statistics look like this. She was 11-14 in fairway hits. She averaged about 257 yards a drive in the fourth round. She was hitting 30 putts per round in the fourth round, 14 of 18 hitting greens in regulation. She was, in in total, 46 for 56 in fairway hits. She averaged about 252 total yards driven, 29 putts per round. She was hitting greens in regulation 54 out of 72 times. So Emma Talley finishes tie for fifth place. Uh, Marina Alex finishes eight under par as well. Four under for her fourth round. Andrea Lee finishes eight under par for the tournament. Six under par for her fourth round today. And that sets up the top leaders. And we'll start with Minji Lee. She finishes in 4th place. Played off with Jody Edwards' standoff. And she was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic today. She birdies at 2 on the front 9. She birdies only at 2 for a front 9 score of 33. However, she struggled a little bit on the back 9. But did capitalize on 17. We'll get to that here in a second. At 10, she birdies at 10, bogeys at 11, bogeys at 14. Then on 17, she hits an eagle, and this ball was hit up in the air and dropped straight into the cup. She bulldogged it straight into the cup for an eagle. And a birdie at 18 gets her a 35 on the back nine. 35 and 33 is a 68. She finishes her fourth round. 13 under par for the tournament. A total of 3 under par for the day. Her four scores, 68, 68, 67, and 68. This girl is something to look for going forward, especially next week in the Scottish Open. Round four, consistent looked like this for Minji Lee. 11 for 14 in the fourth round. She averaged 266 yards a drive, 29 putts, In her play, 14 of 18, hitting greens in regulation. She was a perfect 2 for 2 in sand saves. In her 4 rounds, she was 38 of 56, averaging 249 yards a drive, 28 putts per round. She was 54 for 72, hitting greens in regulation, a 5 for 6 in sand saves. Great game for her. Then we get to what happened today. And I have to cut the music off here because we saw something today that, you know, you only see a few things on television. And unfortunately, a lot of us that couldn't make the tournament saw this happen. And it was Lydia Ko today. I feel so bad for her today, for her play. She did a fantastic job on the front nine. She had two pars at 1 and 2. She birdies at 3. She goes to 4, 5, and 6 in par. She birdies at 7. She's at 18 under par. She has a, almost a 5-stroke lead. She pars the rest of the holes out for a front 9 score of a 32. On the back 9, she opens the door for our champion today. As she... Pars 10, 11, 12, and 13. However, a short shot at 14. She chips it onto the green. She misses her putt at 14. Misses her putt at 14. She goes to 15. Has a great drive. Misses her shot at 15. She gets the par at 15. Goes to 16. Has a terrible time at 16. Bogeys at 16. Gives the door open to Danielle Kang at six, 16 and 17. And co-pars it at 17. So all she had to do was you know, play it safe at 18 for me. You know, it, it's a par 5. And looking at how she... Her first shot was great. She sets up her second shot. She she hit it a ton. She powered through it in her second shot, putting it onto the cart path. She had a drop. She was relieved with the drop. It was no penalty or anything like that. She gets If you've ever been to Highland Meadows during the during the Marathon Classic and you see the walkway that's right in front of the grandstands at 18, that grass is really really thick. That's where she dropped her ball. And she dropped her ball right there on next to the cart path. And it went into the thick stuff. She hit it with her gap wedge. The ball hits the green. And because of the heat of the day, the greens are not soft. It was hard. It rolled right off of the green and in between the two bunkers. So I'm saying to myself, okay, you know, Danielle's got a shot. Her second shot, she shot it right into the bunker. On her second shot, I said to I said to uh, somebody there, I said, you know, she can she can hit it up onto the green and putt it, and she'll be fine because Danielle's got a hard shot because she's got to shoot out of the bunker. Um, and all of a sudden, we see Lydia Ko take the shot. It hits the second cut of grass. Rolls down and into the sand trap. The implosion began there. I think the implosion began at the green, at the drop, back at her after her second shot, in my opinion. Because they, they debated about debated about the club and everything like that. All she had to do was really lift lift it and loft it and put it on the green and let it hit soft she hit it and she put a lot of weight onto it and it rolled right off the green and then she hits her second her third shot her third shot in between the two bunkers shoots it hits the second cut of grass rolls off and rolls into the bunker and i said to my i said to to the guy that was right next to me i said this is not good. This is not good for her. Because Danielle set it up perfectly at 18. And she hits it out of the bunker and onto the green. Lydia was still hitting her fourth, her fifth shot. Out of the bunker. She gets out of the bunker, gets onto the green. Now all she had to do would sink the bogey putt to force overtime, to force the playoff between her and Danielle Kang. Instead, she misses the putt. Finishes out with a double bogey. Her back nine score, 41. Her front nine score, 32. She shoots two over, 73, 14 under for the tournament. And she finishes in a tie for second place. Lydia, looking at Lydia Ko's scores today. Like I mentioned before, her statistic looked like this. Her four rounds of a 73, 68, 65, 64. Her fourth round, she was 9 for 14 in fairway hits. That's not good. 267 yards was her average driving distance. She putted 30 times in the fourth round. She was 11-for-18 in greens, hitting in regulation. She was 0-for-2 in the sand saves. Overall, for her four rounds, she was 31-for-56 in fairway hits, averaging 267 yards a drive, averaging 27 putts a round. She was hitting greens in regulation 53 out of 72 times she was 4 for 7 in her in her putting 4 for 7 in her sand hits so that set up our second tie who was with Minji Lee and Jody Edwards Standoff who last week had a terrible week at at uh, Inverness Club she bounces back pretty well today. She bounces back pretty well today. As we bring the music back in. She hits a bogey at 1. Pars at 2 and 3. Bogeys at, birdies at 4. Bogey, uh, pars at 5. Birdies at 6. Pars at 7 and 8. And birdies at 9 for a front 9 score of 32. On the back, 9 for Jody. A great round. 2 pars at 10 and 11. A birdie at 12. Four consecutive par putts at 13, 14, 15, and 16 for birding at 17. And then she pars at 18 for a 35 on the back nine, 35 and 32. She shoots a 67 for her fourth round. Her four rounds consisted of a 67, 73, 63, and 67. Her statistics look like this. She was 13 for 14 in fairway hits, so a very, very good day today for her. She averages 269 yards in her fourth round driving distance putting it only 26 times, hitting greens in regulation 14 out of 18 times. She was one for one in sand saves. Overall for the four rounds of the tournament, she was 45 for 56 in fairway hits. She averaged 257 yards in driving and putts per round. She was 28 putts per round. She averaged 57 of 72 in greens in regulation, and she was two for three In sand saves overall. So that led us to our overall winner of the Marathon Classic. And like I mentioned before, Lydia Ko and Danielle Kang were battling each other out. And Lydia, most of the day, leading the day until we get to the back nine. And Danielle turned on and Kanged it, my friends. Hashtag Kanged it here at the Marathon Classic. She did start her round round one with a bogey at hole one. She does birdie at two and three. Pars at four, five, and six before birdieing at seven, bogeying at eight, and birdieing at nine for a front nine score of a 32. On the back nine, she bogeys at 12, but then had continuous play. A birdie at 13, A birdie at 14 as she opened the door to get herself back into the game. She played tough, played rough, parted the rest of the way out at 15, 16, 17, and 18. 36 on the back nine, 32 on the front, 68 in total. 3 under for the day, 15 under for the tournament. And your winner of the Marathon Classic presented by Dana in 2020 miss danielle kang of the united states of america her four rounds consistently looked like this 68 70 67 and 64. her statistics looked like this she was 10 for 14 in fairway hits she averaged 281 yards driving today in round four she had 28 putts she hit 13 of 18 in greens in regulation. However, she was over two today in sand saves. For the four rounds of the tournament, she was 37 for 56, averaging 277 yards driving distance. She had 28 putts in her overall rounds, hitting greens in regulation 55 out of 72 times. She was 3 for 5 in sand saves today. So Danielle Kang the winner of the Marathon Classic presented by Dana as she goes two for two in Northwest Ohio, winning the Drive-On Championship and now winning the Marathon Classic. It was unbelievable. She had only... she. It, it was unbelievable. I just can't believe how it just ended like that, where Lydia had the opportunity to get the job done, and she implodes at 18. She'll bounce back. We all know that you'll bounce back no matter what the situation is. And to me, it is just... Absolutely, absolutely amazing. As Danielle Kang comes back and wins at the Marathon Classic. Unbelievable. And um, we look forward to having, hopefully, fans back in the stands in 2021, as well as, you know, the players coming back. In 2021 for two events in Northwest Ohio, the Marathon Classic, of course, and then the Solheim Cup in September. And uh, it is, uh, it's been a great two weeks for the LPGA here. Uh, it, is, uh, it helped the economy out a little bit. It helped, um, it helped brighten a lot of our spirits up here in Northwest Ohio with all the COVID-19 that's been going on, of course, and, um, you know, to see the best women golfers descend in Northwest Ohio here has been absolutely fantastic to see. Um, We have for you the press conference from Danielle Kang as she will discuss her win as well as answering some of the media's questions for you. This is courtesy of the LPGA's Facebook page. Um, Here is our winner, Danielle Kang the 2020 Marathon Classic winner.
2: Good. I, um, yeah, I mean, I I won two weeks in a row, so that's good. I'm really proud of all the work that I did during the off time. Um, all the work that I did with Butch and, um, all the workouts that I put in and I really utilized that time and I'm proud of to come out during this quarantine and be able to execute my game the way I wanted it to. Um, that's what I'm most proud of and, uh, This week, I just, I kept myself in play. It was a really good first round, a little bit rough here and there, but yeah, it was just a good final round. I, um, it was good four days of golf and 70 tools is a long time. I mean, long rounds. So just gotta keep playing until the end. What does it say with Scotland as we kind of jet off to Scotland in just a little bit, but also the first major championship just around the corner? I'm really excited to go to Scotland actually uh, links golf hasn't been my forte but I'm, I've kind of proven that what I've worked on with different parts of my game Inverness and Highland Meadows have been two different golf courses completely and I was able to um, play well on both of them and a um, couple of shots here and there. It got really firm out here, so I pretended I was on Lynx Golf and trying to run it up and things like that. So I'm really excited to go to Scotland. It's going to be different, um, different food, different vibe, different uh, weather. But um, I'm kind of excited to see where my game's going to be in Lynx Golf. is something that I've worked on with Butch, and um, I just wanted to see. Yeah, I kind of want to – it's a little new test for me, so I'm, I'm excited. Where's Toledo rank on your favorite cities list now? It's pretty high up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, you mentioned, like, Lydia there in the 18th hole.
0: I mean, just how hard is that as a competitor seeing someone, especially someone you're friends with,
2: kind of struggle? And obviously her struggles these last few years are well documented. I mean, I, I, my heart goes, I, it's just, I mean, there are really no words, to be honest, as a competitor, as a friend. I, I mean, uh, she'll, she'll, she'll bounce back and she's a great player and she's proven to be one of the best players in the world and um yeah i'm excited to see what she's gonna bring to the table for the rest of the year she's been playing really good too so
1: is there anything about the unique nature of the two weeks here in town um that really you know click for you in your state i mean i I realize it's two different tournaments it's been two weeks maybe you didn't have to go anywhere so to speak so is well, there anything that kind of click for you in just like being in town, just going from one course to the other a few miles away? In terms of just like comfort and obviously, you know, winning back to back in the same essential town.
2: Okay. Um my game feels really comfortable mechanically. So a lot of things that I have to worry about are the golf courses, how they're playing. It's been varying a lot day to day, uh, inverness and highland meadows as well. Every day has been different. Yesterday was very very firm and today it softened up uh greens got a little bit slower so it's just an adjustment per day but i've been really comfortable um i didn't have to move hotels as a golfer that's amazing um my sponsor bmw gave me a new get gave me a car for two weeks which was nice and driving an suv and x5 around and um i also had a basically a chef staying right across from me a uh, player amy Yang, who was ended up being right in front of me and she cooked for me every day um she made more food so i ate her food every day i ate out one time and it was mcdonald's so for two weeks i thank her so much for making me so much food and um yeah so it's been very comfortable here um nothing really crazy just been trying to figure out golf courses and yeah
1: so I guess along those lines, that's kind of what I was getting at. So it really kind of felt like a like a home situation because you're not worried about scrambling, catching a flight onto the next city.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't really think about that. I just kind of, I, as I get to a destination at a golf course, all I think about is I need to get the green speed, grass, uh, the golf course condition are my top priority. Everything else is just part of our jobs, where we go, hotels, um, where there's noisy neighbors... To whatever it may be, that's just that's just a part of our traveling. So I don't really think about that as a comfort versus non-comfort. But yeah, I just want to ask. I, the ranking sort of changing this year. Um, the LPGA can't project if you will go to number one, um, but you're obviously number two. How how important is being number one? How how much time do you put into thinking about that? How will that change you if it happens? I hope it doesn't change me, but um, definitely a goal of mine. I've um, been striving towards it for my whole career. And moving up to number two was a, definitely a confidence booster. And I've been playing really great uh, consistently before and after quarantine. So, which always tells me good golf takes care of everything. So I'm just trying to really focus on my game. And I think a big part of how I've approached the golf game is that I'm, I'm really not focused on a lot of other things other than just getting better at things that I want to get better at. Um, we always have room to improve and that's the beauty of golf. And uh, at the same time, I'm able to tell myself that I did a good job with certain things and positive like positive reinforcements to myself. So I'm not too critical but as something that i've kind of i think changed in how i approach a golf game and how i approach my own game um but i i don't think they can project that yet but it's i think it's i don't think we're uh yeah i don't know but i think i'm (laughs) i don't know i think it's just be uh scotland's gonna be good um i'm excited to play for three more weeks uh
1: yeah sorry oh it's okay I mean, down five with six to
0: play. I mean, I know you're not giving up. Like, were you thinking winning was still, like, attainable at that
2: point? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't give up very often. Um, Even somebody tells me it's over, I I still think it's not over. It's a complete denial. But um, that's just kind of the personality I have. I give it all I've got till the end. And uh, wherever I end up is where I end up. And as long as I've given it, my 110% effort. Um, I'm just proud of that result. So, uh, with six holes to go, five down, it was a lot, but uh, like I said, uh, my caddy, Ollie, said to me, you know, you're five down, six to go, and when he, the way he said it just kind of triggered a match play mentality, and that's what I took in, and I just kind of zoned in and made two birdies back to back and hit the next one close, and I just kept trying to be super aggressive and um, shave some shots down that's what I was doing
0: and then like more of a big picture question just being back out here seeing how it all worked with the testing <clears throat> and just I don't know no fans everything so mm-hmm. what was it like were you encouraged by how everything went
2: like... I am really encouraged I'm hoping for a better tomorrow um, I know that it's uh 2020 has been really rough for everybody uh, around the world and Um, I'm just so thankful to be able to be standing here, being able to play, um, being where I'm at. um, It's just, I I can't say that any other way for other people that other than the fact that I'm just blessed and honored to be here. Um, All in all and how they're doing their protocols and everything, it's just been very stable. Um, in my opinion, and I really respect uh, Commissioner Mike Wan's decision on when to start and how the tournament has been running, and um, everyone has gone through extra steps to make it really safe for us, all the volunteers, everyone, like, without them, we can't host the tournament, even with the tournament directors as well, and um, the staff and all that, so I just really thank them from the bottom of my heart to be able to host an event, especially that's been around for over 30 years, and... Um, to be able to present a stage for us to compete. Um, I just thank them for that. And I know that's really tough right now to do. And um, I want them to know that I, I, I want to acknowledge that, the difficulties that they're going through to host events. And, um, yeah, so hopefully that's what I meant by hoping for a better tomorrow, sooner or later. Hope we could have fans. Um, things could be better, and that's what we can hope. All right. Thank you, Danielle. Cool. Thank you. Thank you.
0: So you just heard Danielle Kang, the winner of the 2020 Marathon Classic here in Northwest Ohio, in Sylvania, Ohio. She wins the Marathon Classic and she wins 15 under par for the tournament, three under for her day today. Jody Edwards standoff finishes 14 under for her round for the tournament, four under for for her fourth round and the leader starting the day Lydia Ko finishes 14 under par for the tournament two under over par for the day today as uh, Minji Lee finishes in fourth spot at 13 under three under for her fourth round and a slew of players tied for fifth including Emma Talley, Marina, Alex, andre uh, Lee as well as Yu Lu. At 8 under par. Stacey Lewis, 7 under par. 6 under for her round. Had the best round of the day today for in the LPGA. Um, it has been truly a pleasure to give you guys the coverage right here on the Anchor Network. Um, I hope you guys, if you have been following us just for the Marathon Classic, hope you guys stay around. Of course, uh, our regular show, all Andy the Elford, will be back on the air for you guys later tonight. We're going to be doing a special edition of the program as tonight is Game 5 of the Stanley Cup qualifier between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Columbus Blue Jackets. We'll have a special post-game edition of the program. You'll hear my thoughts on the game. Could it be the last game of the season for the Jackets? Could it be the last game for the Leafs? Will the Jackets play Tampa Bay in the next round or will it be the Toronto Maple Leafs? We'll find out as well. But to all the staff members... At the Marathon Classic, including Jim Heller, the media production, uh, media pre- pre- uh, presenter, out there, as well as all the countless volunteers, all the LPGA officials, the countless fans that live around the course that gave the fan, gave the players some spirit. We thank you for everything you have done in these last seven days. Uh, we know that this year was a different and difficult year because of the COVID-19 situation, but we hope to be back in 2021 for the Marathon Classic at Highland Meadows Golf Course. It is a tradition unlike any other in the Northwest Ohio sports scene that we all look forward to every single year. So, until next time, this is Andy Alford saying, hit them straight. And congratulations to Danielle Kang, the winner of the 2020 Marathon Classic presented by Dana in Sylvania, Ohio. You have been listening to a special edition of All Andy Alfred, the Marathon Classic, presented by Dana in Sylvania, Ohio. Shows are done every day of the tournament, starting at 6 p.m. as the taping, and airing for you, the general public, at 8 p.m. Follow the show on Twitter. It is at all Andy alfred at all Andy Alfred, as well as Facebook.com slash all Andy Alfred. For the latest in the Ladies Professional Golfers Association follow their Twitter at LPGA and for the latest in the Marathon Classic follow them on Twitter at MarathonLPGA this has been a presentation of the All Andy Alpha Network powered by the Anchor Network